Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Ah, hello, 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 and welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, wherever you may be getting your podcast from, SoundCloud.com, Google Play Podcast, Spotify, and now on YouTube. Guys, I will unfortunately not be doing a YouTube video again today because I am, however, uploading this on a Thursday, the uh, unorganized day or organized day for Friday's podcast because I got some breaking news for you guys, and that is DeFran announces his retirement from the Atlanta Reign. The Atlanta Reign put out a statement today saying, Today we are sad to announce the retirement of DeFran. Or Daniel DeFran. DeFran informed us of his pending retirement a week prior to Stage 1's playoffs. In doing so, DeFran wanted to be respectful of the rain, his teammates, and our fans. He's He was set on popping off one last time. DeFran truly wanted to give it his all during the playoffs and didn't desire to draw attention to himself while we were still playing. We will forever be grateful that we are able to have Daniel as a member of the Atlanta Rain family. And he was mechanically gifted and talented, but that was just the start of it. We will miss Daniel's presence in the team house and will continue to support him in all of his future endeavors. That being said, we would like to announce one more thing. We are losing to Fran as a competitive Overwatch League player. With the help of Twitch Prime, Fran will really manage to continue popping off as one of Atlanta Reign's newest members of our stream. Okay, so he's just he's just leaving the competitive scene, but will be still a part of the Atlanta Rain team, but as a Twitch uh, streamer playing Overwatch. We hope you, you all have enjoyed and will cherish the friend's brief period of play in the Overwatch League and will now come to love and delight in his unique style of entertainment as Rain streamer for years to come. Okay, so... <sighs> I just don't get this. You know, he quit one time on a team. I can't remember the name of it, but he quit on one time. But at that time, people were saying, you know, he purposely lost the map for the for the past team that he played with. So, I don't know. DeFran is just kind of weird in this situation because he, he says he's going to quit. Then he does. Then he comes back and says, you know, I want to play. And then, you know, just back and forth. I don't know. DeFran is a very good player. Don't get me wrong about that. But DeFran, he... I don't know. It's just... I, Me personally, I think from what the background of what I know, DeFran just kind of just gets too much involved in the game. And he thinks that 
he should be outperforming himself and everything else like that. And he thinks that if he don't outperform himself, that he's going to just automatically get cut from the team and just everything else like that. So, I mean, I, I respectfully uh, wish the friend well in the Atlanta rain Twitch streams going forward uh, in this career. Uh, I'm still glad that he's part of the Atlanta rain. I really am. But at the same time, I wish he would have just kept going with this because he was still so great with Zarya and Tracer and Dorpian. And for him to just now call it quits, I mean, I'm a little saddened. So we're going to have to see what and how Atlanta Rain is going to respond in the stage two mark of the second year of the Overwatch League. But I do wanted to break that to you guys, definitely, because uh, that that was huge right there. I was really not expecting that. So now let me get my freaking, um, well, my computer is froze now. Oh, great. Google Chrome is not responding. I swear, guys, don't ever get AT&T internet. It's just, it's horrible. It really is. <laughs> So, all right, let me go on now, finally, to the WWE part of this podcast. So, WWE, uh, they're they're kind of they're kind of being weird right now, <laughs> if you really ask me. And why do I say that? Charlotte Flair is now your new SmackDown Women's Champion. The, the report is considering that WWE is want to combine. Both the SmackDown and Raw Women's Championship onto one title, like they are doing with the Women's Tag Team Championships that Sasha and Bailey currently hold. I don't like that. I really don't. They should have made a tag team title for both brands, and just leave it the same. And now we got the the top prize for the women's division, which is the Women's Championship. Ultimately, going to probably be coming down to a combined title that's going to go on both brands. That's not good because then we're going to have the Divas era again, and it was okay, but it wasn't like that great. And plus, too, you're kind of like downgrading the women's evolution. I mean, you really are. You're just downgrading the women's evolution, and for for that to happen, you don't need it. Hmm. You you really do not need it, because uh, like I said back at that time, you know the Divas Championship didn't really work out. You had that Michelle McCool and um, what was her other name? I, I don't forget, but having to split the titles, it, I mean, it was a whole nonsense. Like the women's title, well, Divas Championship really meant nothing at that time, and then whenever they split the titles. One for SmackDown, one course, one for Raw. The title sort of did matter because now at the Raw Women's Championship, you know, all the competition over there was going to compete for it. And then you had all the SmackDown women, you know, compete for the SmackDown Women's title. And rightfully, you know, I think it should have been kept that way. Uh, but again, people are thinking that this is going to come down ultimately to a combined title where Becky Lynch will hold it. And going forward, I don't know past WrestleMania. We'll have to see what kind of teasers WrestleMania is going to throw at us next Sunday. I, I'm just I'm just tempted to see. Oh, and by the way, Kofi Kingston 
is going to WrestleMania. We all knew that for a fact. But Vince McMahon, he just ultimately came down and said, look, Kofi is going to WrestleMania. After uh, Big E and Xavier Woods won that tag team gauntlet match, uh, which I was very excited for. And the Usos definitely have respect for the Usos uh, after they forfeited their, their part of the match to the New Day. Definitely did like that. Uh, Daniel, uh, no, I just done discussed that. <laughs> uh, going forward, uh, Drew McIntyre definitely looks more dominant. He's just ultimately just beating up Dean Ambrose every week now. <laughs> and, um, and I did hear a report though, that Dean Ambrose last appearance was this past Monday Night Raw. So we have to kind of wait and see about what that situation is going to hold up because everybody knows that April's just like what, a couple days away now. And his contract is going to run up, run out. So Roman Reigns either needs to start negotiating with Vince about Dean Ambrose or just, you know, they just need to let Dean just go now because of his contract and losing every single match. So now uh, moving on to the Falcons news. A report has now came out on 247sports.com with it being the Atlanta Falcons section that the Falcons are considering trading up with the Lions for Ed Oliver in this 2019 draft. More than once this offseason, the Atlanta Falcons have been connected to former Houston defensive tackle Ed Oliver, one of the most talented players in this year's draft. The trouble is, by the time the Falcons bait their first draft pick at number 14 overall, Oliver could already be off the board. That's where they could get some help from another NFC team. Atlanta is considered a draft day trade with the Detroit Lions in order in which they would move up from number 14 to number 8 overall in hopes of drafting Oliver, according to NFL draft reports Dave T. Thomas. Thomas says that the Lions are putting their hopes in former Iowa tight end T.J. Huckinson, but feel that the 8th overall section is too high for him. Conservatively, the Falcons believe that the number 14th overall may be too low to wait for Oliver, and both teams feel it may be in their interest to work something out. It's a matter of not only trading to only get a guy that they covet, but also a team looking to trade down to get a guy they covet. Thomas said, 92.9 FM, the game, Paul Crane. Detroit may be one may be more than willing to move down knowing that they can get the tight end and Atlanta can move up into the top 10 and get the defensive tackle that they need to weak havoc along wreck havoc, excuse me, with Jarrett next season. Uh, I do kind of like this. Uh, a lot of people, of course, are making fun of the Falcons for, for winning the past, their last three games of the 2018 season and saying, well, heck you could have had that, that spot already if you would have just lost out the rest of your games. Now, uh, look, you got to win regardless. And the Falcons, I, I do like, I do support this right here because if you get Ed Oliver from Houston, because uh, I've seen a few of his tapes, not many, but he is a freaking monster on the field. Let me tell you. So with uh, Ed Oliver coming to the Atlanta Falcons, I definitely do support that. And uh, hopefully in the second round, 
maybe we could get, say, DeAndre Baker or Jonah Williams if they're still available. I would love DeAndre Baker really more than I would um, Jonah Williams from Alabama. Uh, Next up now is Dan Quinn's ideal spots that needs to be worked on during this offseason. So whenever I uh, finally get it pulled up, uh, the freaking internet, again, is going slow. Uh, So right now, in Phoenix, Arizona, because they just had the owners meeting this past week, when asked the name of a few players he wants to see improvement on for this upcoming season, Dan Quinn started with two of his former first-round picks, which would be Tap McKinley and Vic Beasley. After an up-and-down campaign for both in 2018, Quinn has been vocal about his expectations moving forward. I'm expecting them to have a fantastic offseason, Quinn said. Since his league-leading 15 and a half sacks in 2016, Beasley's production has decreased in the past two seasons. He's recorded five sacks a year. The Falcons need more from Beasley coming off the edge with Quinn taking over as defensive coordinator. He's planned to take a a very hands-on approach to ensure he's featured in the right areas. Or in the right way, excuse me. We've had a we had some production in one year and really good production. Quinn said off of Beasley, we're going to work like crazy to get the things that he does best out in the forefront to help our team play like we're capable of. One, on a number of occasions, McKinley, Tack McKinley, has shown the type of impact player that he can be in the Falcons' defense. He's recorded 13 sacks combined during his first two seasons in Atlanta. After starting the year with a four and a half sacks, in the Falcons' first five games, McKinley went through a four-game stretch without any. He finished 2018 with seven sacks. So I do like this right here. I do support it. Uh, definitely, these are defensive players that need to step up their game in 2019. And so now we are in the spot where Dan Quinn identifies three positions of need for the Falcons as draft nears. That coming up would be defensive tackle. At this point, the Falcons have had three defensive tackles they felt comfortable with. Grady Jarrett, Jack Crawford, and Deidrean Sinnott, if I'm pronouncing that right. Quinn wants to add more to that possession and hopes to be more stout and stronger along the interior of Falcons' defensive line. Second is defensive end. Similar to the defensive tackle, Atlanta only has three defensive ends on its roster currently. Tat McKinley, Vic Beasley, and Steven Means will all return for the 2019 season. Quinn wants eight to nine total defensive linemen who can go who can go at any point, so the Falcons will certainly add guys to the mix at this position. The secondary is the final part of the defense that Dan Quinn wants to add. The Falcons secondary will look different in the upcoming season than years past. Second year, cornerback Isaiah Oliver is expected to to assume the starting role opposite of Desmond Trufant. Keanu New and Ricardo Allen are expected to be healthy and ready to go to start their, of the training camp, and DeMonte Casey will undergo a position change as he is expected to start at nickel. Quinn wants to add more depth at these positions, specifically at quarterback and strong safety. 
Adding depth at strong safety and cornerback is an important part of what we're at, Quinn said. Uh, this is where DeAndre Baker really could come into a fit in the secondary as the quarterback position. Because DeAndre Baker, of course, I watch I watch Georgia football here because, you know, shoot, I live in Athens. And for the Falcons to not only draft a homeboy that's only, Atlanta's what, only, what, three hours from Athens, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> but not only that, but DeAndre Baker is r- like a legit player on the field. <laughs> there is no question about it. Uh, so definitely, the Falcons look like they're they are moving in the right direction with everything. I do support a lot of these decisions, uh, and the, really the only decision I really didn't like was the Matt Bryant deal going on because I mean, you, you had a great guy, you know, going up right there, and for you just to cut him, I just I, just, I didn't like that. But then there again, they have their reasons why they have to cut them and so we'll never know really uh so guys i hope you did enjoy today's podcast and if you did make sure to like button on both all the streaming platforms and especially on youtube but like i said i'm not doing a youtube video today because i wanted to break that news about the friend at the top of the show uh but till then guys i go morgan we'll catch you all later peace Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.